This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 172 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hi, Crisis Actors. <laughs> it's Mary. I heard you're tired of the Chet Hanks clips, but guess what? We don't care. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, we can we can keep the Chet Hanks clips too shorter, but we're not going to get rid of Chet Hanks clips altogether. Just, we can't just renounce our love for this man. We just that would be that I'm would sorry. be posing. It's not an option. It's not an option. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. We have a guest host today. In fact, the one who got us uh, very much attached to such a great individual. Would you introduce yourself, please, sir? Hola, mis amigos. Dane Font here. International marketing man of mystery. Small booty oh. Latino. Oh. And the patron saint of White Boy Summer. I'm mixing it up. One I of love those that. I loved that intro. Thank you. One of those descriptions is false, but I'm not going to tell you which one. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm wondering. Take a guess in the chat. You'll have to guess. So we have a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We are going to talk about um, um, a, a, a story... <laughs> A story adaptation so bad that we, we I actually talked about it in January when they first announced it and I thought it was it was literally so bad I thought a lot of shows like this might get announced but never actually make it to like to production oh no but it's this, real this, this, it's all real it's it's real <laughs> so we're gonna talk about Robin Hood with a Y the Robin has a Y in it it's not an I it's different yeah uh, we're talking about Robin Hood <laughs> Uh, the worst adaptation concept in history. We're going to talk about gaming and, uh, and its effect on our mental health. And we're going to talk about Taylor Swift and the cult of hero worship. So we got that. We got Podluck. We got a bunch of stuff. So if you guys are ready, we will just get right into it. Mary, are we ready? We're ready. Someone in the chat said, is White Boy Summer over yet? The answer is absolutely not. Not what? even close. Doesn't it, end. It is with that attitude. Uh, and Dane, are you ready? Born ready. All right. I'm going to set it up. <laughs> We're gonna talk. We are gonna do. We are gonna do a Chet Hanks clip first. So I, I was you trying. I was hoping for something really good today, and there actually is something I find quite uh, quite good. He has when he when he starts his uh, his bit at the end here. Just simply from showing up, whatever it is you're going through, whatever you're struggling with. I love the panting. Yes. Can be overcome just simply from showing up and doing the work. It's not going to get any better until you do. Is anybody find it like kind of annoying that he's doing it from like a villa in Greece? This is like do ASMR. <laughs> I feel like I, I want to know if this belongs to his father. Got to belong, or if he's dad. paying for the Airbnb himself. His dad got like renowned or like got citizenship in Greece right when he got COVID. Like he why like, they were like everyone thought it had to do with Epstein so and, 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 and such things, but I, I don't know if that's the case. 
Um, he was like one of the very first. Yeah. Yep. So I, I'm sure that that's dad's villa in Greece. But that doesn't make what he's saying any less true in that you have to show up every day. Otherwise, nothing gets better. He's absolutely right about that. I like so. that he says it after doing a set of like 100 burpees. What yeah. saying, just like the slightest bit of constructive criticism. Okay. Well, maybe wait until you're not completely winded to talk. I think that's supposed to be no, the, the no, empowering it's, part. It's part of the hustle culture to be like i just got done doing 100 burpees now i'm on instagram and i'm telling you this life lesson like, next monday i'm gonna no do breaks. like 50 squats before i do my intro but like oh my god hey guys thanks for national marketing man mystery you like that here. one didn't you yeah it was a good one it was a good one you're mixing it up thanks you should have something new every week every week every week I'm just going to start like plagiarizing stuff. <laughs> it's like, it's a man. It's a plane. <laughs> that, that's good. And I stand for truth, justice, and the Dane way. That's what you should do. Wow. Yes. I do. You do. Incredible. 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 In, I can't do that impression. That's a Dane impression that I can't do. It doesn't sound right when I say it. <laughs> so we got, uh, we're, I think we're just going to get right into it. Because this first topic is, it's bonkers that this somehow is making it to production. But we are going to talk about <laughs> Robin Hood. Robin with a Y. Remember, it's got a Y in it. So it's different. Uh, uh, and it says, uh, Global TV begins production on Robin Hood series to reimagine classic English folk hero as a black female Gen Zer. I hate that this is the representation <laughs> my generation is getting the in media right, right now. <laughs> the first thing I thought was that nobody from Gen X and especially nobody from the boomer generation should be writing Gen Z at all. Like, we talk a lot about how badly and poorly kids are written in television, and that's pretty much a, a constant. But if there's one thing that somebody from Gen X or, or the boomer generation can't do, it's really understand uh, a Gen Z's... Well, who does understand Gen Z well enough to write it? Not if even she Gen Z. Millennials? I don't Gen Z even, themselves? Even, even Millennial, I would say probably not. Well, that kind well. of falls into the same pitfalls. You know, you have to be that thing in order to write it. Yeah. You know? Yep. I Thank know. you. Like, you can write Gen Z if you're a boomer or a Gen X. Just don't be an idiot about it, which yeah. is this... This is what they're doing now. So when you hear this description, it's, it, it, is, it is incredible. So it says, confirming that not even the Sherwood Forest can offer protection from the current state of Western entertainment, Canadian <laughs> television network Global has announced that production has begun on Robin Hood with a Y. I think I'm going to say that every time I say Robin Hood. Uh, a new small screen series which will reimagine the English archer as a young black female Gen Zer. I have an, an Okay. Is she still English? I, no. In this? No. What? Okay. So, okay. Why would she? Here's my... Here's Not my only thing. race swapping, but nationality swapping. So, so this is my thing. I, I know people are going to be like, but you said it was okay if you swap James Bond. You can race swap. You can gender swap. But I hereby decree that you cannot do both at the same time. How about we just do none? <laughs> exactly. How about we don't exactly. do any of that and we create new characters? For like, me, the truly the most... I agree. For me, truly the most horrifying part is the Gen Z part. Yes. Like, without a <laughs> doubt. Like, it's going to be, hey, guys, Robin Hood here. Hmm. Also, just, like, cat faces. This is being created by a guy <laughs> who's only done music videos. His name is literally Director X. That's his name, which is. I thought that was so pretentious I like when it. I read that. I mean, I, I mean he, he's done a lot of really, like, big name artists. Wh like, what are you, Banksy? Exactly. <laughs> I think Banksy's annoying, too. Side note. So it's Why? Just, Cause it's just like okay, we get it. You're anonymous. That's awesome, dude. Not a fan of Banksy. We we were talking a ton about a ton of people. Yeah. 
So it says it's yeah. featuring a story by Orphan Black story, uh, story coordinator Chris Roberts. The eight-episode near-fi action drama. I had to look up near-fi. That was not a, it means in the near future. That's not a term that I, had, uh, I was privy to before this. It's described as, uh, by Global as a contemporary reimagining of Robin Hood. As per the synopsis of the series provided by the network, in this modern take of the Robin Hood legend, Robin is a fearless young woman who is not just another superhero with abilities normal people don't have. Was Robin Hood ever a superhero? Yeah, right. Was he? he no, no, no. He was a, a folk per- tale protagonist that was never... I think he's since he's as athletic and anything to this generation be athleticism is like so mind boggling. Yeah, they're like, like, if he wears he's got tights, superpowers, okay? He wears tights, right? Yes. Well, so that like you're you're half the way there. She is right? a Gen Zer driven by the injustices of today, oh my who God. embraces the heroic, hopeful, and playful elements of the world's most recognizable folk hero. She learns to fight for what's right, to care for, for and lead her followers. And you know that followers totally means social media followers. Of course. Uh, and like all Robin Hoods since the first ballad, Robin Hood holds the power to account, hold those in power to account by using their greed against them to help her community. What? By the way, the character of her mother is supposed to be an activist in the story of as well. Shogger. Turning the protagonist herself, turning to the protagonist herself, Global explained. Robin Hood follows Robin Loxley, a young woman who's masked, who's in a masked hip hop band called The Hood. This is racist. <laughs> this is just straight up racist. That's the first thing I said. I was like, I was like, this can't be real. I don't often say yeah. that, like bigotry of low expectations type of thing. This is literally racist. Like this is the Miles Morales, like yeah. what they thought the Miles Morales thing was. Times a thousand. Dude, who wants to bet that in the slogan, somewhere they're going to have eat the rich? Oh, oh, all over the place. It says she she lived in Sherwood. This is hammer time. This is what this is. It is. (laughs) She she lived in Sherwood Towers, a cluster of rental high rises in a working class corner of Nottingham. A near Fi City with the, where the cost of living, living has skyrocketed, leaving an ever widening gap between the rich and everyone else. The synopsis ultimately concludes that the hint towards the series actual plot teasing when Robin finds herself fighting for her home and her family against local property developer John Prince. That's what we want. That's what we want today. Why we want shows the about bad guy always a real estate. It's always a real estate agent. Nobody wants this. Not one single person. There isn't a person. I want. It, no, it there would be- are Gen Z black female hip hop artists everywhere waiting for their role model. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. In this woman. If Finally. At the very least, I want her activism to be drawing mustaches on real estate agent benches. I, I, I Can want it that. at least be something that like resonates with Gen Z that's like somewhat nihilistic and chaotic rather than just like caping? For the unfortunate, like Gen Z is not a compassionate or like caring generation. They're a very self-absorbed and like neurotic and and chaotic generation. If anything, millennials are fake uh, are fake concerned with other people because they're yeah, they also have like nar- a faux altruism. Yeah, there's a fakeness to their altruism. All they had to do here, I kid you not, 
may, just tell, a, tell the exact same story, Go, change the names, right? And reference Robin Hood met in meta terms throughout the series. Like make it an anti-hero? Make it an, and then actually reference the character. Robin Hood, sh the stories of Robin Hood should exist within the lore of this series where she's taking influence from them. She could, yeah, oh she God. could be conscious of the story yeah. and be like inspired by it. That's as a character, they, but like, why do you have to repeat everything, but also pervert it into like your social justice? I just read something terrifying agenda. from chat. What? what? Dude, they're they're gonna be like, it's not stealing, it's reparations. Probably no, exactly. I, I, so the other thing is like the the show Arrow did this because the 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 idea that a green guy with a bow and arrow could go around and people wouldn't make comparisons to Robin Hood is insane. So in the first season, his the, they call him the Hood, and he he always makes the joke that he hates that name that they gave him. Mm -hmm. So it should it's like somewhat self aware. Yes, like. the fact that it is not self aware is why this is doomed to be an absolute dumpster fire it's the nottingham towers this can't be real where is this gonna stream uh it's it's global so it's i don't know if it's canada only but likely we'll get it through oh, a if third party if it's canada only that's irrelevant i, do, I <laughs> a lot of global shows end up u.s production like uh down the line so i don't know if that is and it's only an eight episode order and like I said, the the director of this Maybe show. Maybe you should do a review of it. I, it's kind of like if what, it comes out one at a time. Yeah. What we were thinking of is eight like, weeks of hell. Dear God. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of really great channels like uh, Jail Longbone who, and like uh, As from Heel versus Babyface that made like their bones like basically letting Batwoman drive them mentally insane from reviewing a show so awful that it literally drove them to the brink. We could do that with this show. It would just be, I mean, it's not going to be good for my mental health, but like we could absolutely do that. I, I can't stand that they chose characteristics for her that have nothing to do with her being Gen Z and then played up being Gen Z. Yeah. Like heroic, hopeful and playful elements of the folk hero. What about Gen Z is heroic, hopeful or playful? I don't know about heroic, but it's, I have yet to meet a like a irreverent, one. cynical, very cynical, very cynical, chaotic, anxious, like yeah. nothing about that is show about altruistic Ro and heroic. But what about, character are you going to make? With it's that? like <laughs> an anti-hero character, and not just a repeat of a of a folk hero that has nothing to do with the current character. A show about uh, Robin Hood in therapy. <laughs> they could do that. They could do that. Please just, no. Uh, Please no. <laughs> to me, this is. Uh, Doing that little dance. Uh, you know? You I, know I just, a about? modern day Robin Hood would be like entrenched in the circles of elites and then subvert it from within. Yeah. How is this character going to do that? Yep. Uh, it won't. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is, like I said, you can race Thank swap. You. Uh, if if race isn't a huge part of the character, like we talked about with James Bond, I know everyone disagrees with me on that. You fine. can. I it's agree. Just you're, you are conscious of the fact that, that they're doing it to yes. take white people out of movies. Uh, and it's I was not about like propping up the characters who earned that role. This might actually beat out the twenty eight. Like everyone agrees that the twenty eighteen Robin Hood movie is one of the worst movies in the last ten years. It's really, really, really bad. The one with Taron Egerton uh, and Jamie Fox. This will probably be a thousand times worse than that. Like in, in all in all fairness, we Canadians are gonna make it. Well, That's well just like another on the list of that their crimes. Matter. No, I mean, it matters. It matters. They make most of our shows. Like most of our shows are filmed in Canada in Vancouver. 
Like and, which ones? Uh, pretty much any CW show, any show, any movie that's made that these days they, they film a lot of the times in Canada because of the tax credits. Oh, I would have thought not because of um, their stronger COVID restrictions. It, uh, that's I don't know how that's I don't remember how that's changed since COVID. But beforehand, like most of Hollywood is always filmed. Like most movies you've seen, film in Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, quite often. That's uh, like very mm. very common. Along, I with, think if you're talking about writers' rooms. Hmm. I don't want Canadians in them. Like one, like <laughs> one of the things they always talk about is very real. Like most of the time, what you're seeing is like Canadian cities, like taking place of American cities. Like uh, a lot of times, Toronto stands in for like New York City and shows like Suits, if I remember correctly. Like so, so I don't obviously if it's a fictional town of of uh, of what's it called? Locks, uh, New Nottingham. Uh, yeah, so that's not going to be Amer. It won't be American or Canada. It'll probably be generic uh, uh, Western city. <laughs> I. She has a rival rapper. Oh my god, dude! Dude, this is so racist. <laughs> and then her her mother Lisa Michelle Cornelius as Tressie Loxley is an activist because that's what we like. Uh, okay. Then let me ask this question. Since you're the only Gen Z person that I interact with on a regular basis. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of Gen Z activists. Is that what we're, is that what we're experiencing or is it, f it's fake activism. Uh, there are people who have been in like my generation who have been like groomed into becoming activists. I think Tokata Iron Eyes is yeah. actually one of them. Uh, Greta Thunberg is one of them. I don't think that my generation actually cares about politics. They're very cynical about it and nihilistic. They're getting groomed they're into it at hopeful, a younger age. And they're not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they maybe would turn to that for a sense of purpose, but the, the actual issues aren't important to them. And then and a character like this, who is like a freedom fighter, or like a social, literal social justice warrior, <laughs> It doesn't resonate with Gen Z. It resonates with older people who want to feel like they're in touch with the younger generations when yeah. they're not. That's the thing. It's painful to watch older people try to write younger people because they don't know how to do it. Going off the premise that, you know, that Hollywood like simply isn't going to do anything new. Like they're, they're just going to do remakes. Is there like any character that you think would do a uh, Gen Z or would do justice? Uh, one that already exists. Yeah, because obviously, like they don't make anything up anymore. Like everything's like a remake. House from, from. Well, from, yeah, but like because he's cynical and he's super it, cynical. Could it, could it be a character like that actually plays someone in Gen Z? I don't. I don't know any examples of that. Yeah. Currently, that, like maybe we'll have to wait. For I know one. Daria. Ah, that would work. Uh, oh yeah. They have the look down. Yeah, and she's just like basically like a depressed like coffee girl. I don't know how to describe her. <laughs> so uh, all of his other like he the, the director here, director X, um, really, director, director X, X cringe uh, as hell. He's got Imperfects, which cringe. I've never heard of in post production. Mike, he did one episode of I've never seen. Everything else there are is no big names on here. Everything there? else is music videos, and he's done music videos for a lot of big name people. But that is not the same medium. <laughs> I love that he did Hotline Bling. Well, that that all the advertisements said for, uh, new Robin Hood series from Hotline Bling Hotline Bling director. Like the correlation, I'm yeah. I'm waiting. <laughs> a, could a Gen Zer pull off Drake? Yes, maybe that would be. Maybe they could do that. Definitely. 
So I just, uh, I, I just, I, I don't feel like there's much to say about this. Other than I do feel like the notion of robbing from the rich and giving to the Thank poor you. resonates with a lot of people these days, with the way that the media portrays uh, the uber rich as bad while being uber rich, which is always my favorite part of that. How the best part. There's nothing funnier than watching a bunch of uber rich people talk about how uber rich people are bad, because the billionaires are bad, says the millionaire, uh, uh, says society. So. I don't think that this is something that's... A, I saw one comment that said we shouldn't review it. I, I think maybe watch the first one and see how, like, you know, what your mental health is looking like <laughs> afterwards. But it's like dunking on this stuff also brings attention to... Like, every time we cover it, we're giving them free attention. Another thing is... I, I don't think the woman playing Robin Hood looks Gen Z at all. How old is she? She's, she's 26 or something like that. Like, oh. she was... Uh, 26 year olds are Gen Z? She, she, no, they're not. <laughs> they would play they're millennials, her as, uh, but it's like you're not even picking someone who's close to. <laughs> That's hilarious. It does that not age. have her. It does not have pick her someone date. in their early 20s at least if you're gonna like. It does not have her date of birth in here, but she's. Uh, I, I remember her. From, she looks nothing like a Gen Z. No, uh, she was in the show Pennyworth, which I got through one episode of and, and gave it. up on. Yeah, I just. I wasn't a huge fan. I think if we try to watch this show, it's going to be like a Halo where we're just like, we can't. Yeah. Well, that's we just was, can't. I'm, I'm bad for this type of job because like literally if, if something offends me that bad, know. if I hate it, I just turn it off. I like cringing, but if it's not cringy and it's just boring and awful, like that, I can't get through that. It Behold. sounds cringe and racist. I want cringe. And I feel like it's going to be like, girl, we just got to take money back to the hood from the hood. It's, you're literally naming a black character Robbing Hood. Robbing like, with a Y. <laughs> no, but like, think about it. I just think thought about, about it. It made me spit taking everything. <laughs> That's crazy. So The sound of it. Like, have, can we just... <laughs> would this have worked better in like a, a more unique form? Like shorts on the internet? Like, uh, like short form uh, social media skits? As, as satire? As satire, yeah. If that yeah. had any, like, molecule of self-awareness. Yeah. But this is just self-aggrandizing, and it's made by old people who want to feel like they're in touch with with the youth. The director is for, was born in 1975, so he's, uh, like, what, he's coming up on... Bro. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's Gen X. Yeah. So he's, like... It's he's just pathetic. He's listening to his, like, Rage Against the Machine albums and... and I his, think it's uh, pathetic when, like, older generations try to pander. Yeah. Like that. Well, it's always... The, I mean... It doesn't is, land. It doesn't work. It's like when politicians try to pander to, to younger generations. It's like when it's AOC really gets on Instagram Live and starts cooking pasta. It's like, yeah. we all see through that. Do you no, think we so? don't. Like, I don't there's know. so many people that watch her are like, yes, Queen. She has like three. Maybe like chuggy, chuggy millennials do. What's chuggy? Oh, it's like, it's a word that describes like, it's not necessarily corny, but it's like adjacent to to saying someone's corny. It's like they're extremely out of touch. Like they everything they do is like trite. Um, for people who want to look it up, it's C H E U G Y. Chuggy. It's like wearing. Uh, Gucci slides. The it's, sheriff is a woman in this. It's Obviously. like it's like BuzzFeed personified. That's why there's so much crime. <laughs> hey, I'll be here every week and Monday. Um, so I think this is just made for like older millennials who work at BuzzFeed. No, let's be real. This is made for no one. This I is made for no for one. No one cares. 
I don't even think woke people watch woke shows. Yep. It's all this, so they yeah, can have Yeah, this is so why I'm going crazy seeing the tweets about Andor. Yeah. Because... It feels fake. It, there's no organic hype around it. What was the description they gave? They said it looks like the plot is going to be so raw and vulnerable. What does that mean based on a two-minute trailer? Though, to be fair, it was a better trailer than some of the other... It was all right. Uh, it was all right. So... All right, let's do some super chats since they're we've dunked on this crap enough. Uh, <laughs> it's garbage. It will okay. be garbage. There will be nothing. Re- there will expect. be nothing redeeming about it. Maybe we'll review it, but in general, maybe when there's a trailer, we'll talk more. Mm-hmm. Hobbit said, "Chet videos are so disconnected with real people. Most don't have time and money to work out incredibly hard at 4 a.m. at a villa in Greece." There's something to be said about that. Uh, I mean, the, definitely the, the part about but being I think in Greece. he knows that he's not like ordinary yeah. people and he's made a lot of content trying to work through that he talks about he had that video growing up as a hanks like he, he acknowledges that he is not from the the lower middle class and the dude does seem like he posts videos all the time with like people who do the program with him so uh, i have to give him credit for trying even if yes it's very disconnected from what the average person will experience in their daily life i'd love to know if he watches jordan peterson Oh, I bet he does. Uh, or well, he we'll have to find out when he's on the show. Or he watches Absolutely. the. Uh, I bet you he's a big fan of. You think he was watching all the Red Pill channel? I bet you he was. I bet you he was watching all like the Manosphere. I bet you. He I was hope a- that when Lauren Southern posted those Instagram stories calling upon him to to come on the show, he saw it. I think he's the common man's Jordan Peterson. Call me the crazy. Common man's Jordan Peterson. Bro, pe- bro, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I love that. Peterson. Caper2x said, down with wannabe adaptations, Tainos for Dane. Thank you. Uh, Bad Penny said, Robin Hood was never about fighting the rich. It was about how taxation is theft. Yeah, that basically, what if it ended up super based and and she's just wearing a shirt that says taxation is theft and she listens to like Luke Rakowski, like... (laughs) (laughs) Like she's actually a huge libertarian she's got like Like a bunch of InfoWars stickers on her bow and arrow yeah she's an anarchist (laughs) I'll bet anyone in chat well not anyone in chat like two of you like 50 bucks that at some point in the show she's gonna rob a conservative fundraiser that's extremely specific clip this it's going to happen. Someone's you're going to get a line it. about like eating the rich and you're if they're going to steal from a conservative fundraiser. She's like going to go to the RNC and uh, yeah. <laughs> Toilet paper USA. What? <laughs> oh no. Uh, Hobbit said trash should be in the dumpster, not reviewed. I don't do like there's something to be said about like giving them even just giving them yeah not if you engage you give them views and you give them awareness like even doing what we're doing now does that but you know I'm also I don't I'm not an absolutist and sometimes laughter is laughter so I'm a cringe connoisseur so I'm also I I try to not attach so much meaning to everything we do like we're just fighting the you know we're not fighting the good fight we're here to laugh at stupid Hollywood (laughs) Have fun. Talk to you guys. That is what we're here for. Uh, Managed Wig sent us 99 cents with no message. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to use that on a gumball later. And I I will ask you what color it was, and then I will tell you it's very interesting no matter what color you Mm, choose. He does do that. Mm -hmm, Yes, Uh, it's very interesting. (laughs) Bobby said Robin Hood 2018 should have been pushed as an alternate history scenario about gunpowder not being invented. Instead, we got a lackluster remake. Daria would work. Daria. Daria. Let's go. I watched a couple episodes of Daria, and I liked it. 
I think we're gonna like maybe the best way they could do anything now is to stop having human characters and anything so it can't be about race gender no then so. everyone's gonna turn into a furry I, <laughs> I was about to say it's gonna, all gonna be AI generated furries like are we either going to be like representation crybabies or yes. furries representation crybabies why not both <sighs> or we can do both there's a great video yeah. from a YouTuber named a dose of Buckley where he, he talks about uh, an early this is years and years ago about uh, about furries and other kin and the name of the video is you're weird and that's okay but <laughs> like in the, and he talks about like a, a guy who like claimed to be a werewolf other kin working at a like at Dear a, God. a grocery store <laughs> and how his manager wouldn't like wouldn't understand what was going on when he would transform and it was just like it comes like it's and you're it's, like bro it's, i'm just trying to buy milk yeah <laughs> like it just comes off very sad like, yeah. <laughs> Um, F off said there's always time to work out only lazy people make that excuse I, that, I wouldn't that totally part, agree well I'm saying no but he, he's not wrong about that but he's right he's he, I, I do think that in the previous comment about like being in Greece being disconnected but I think Chet Hanks has done enough to like distance himself and say like look I understand that I'm fortunate yeah. I'm not saying that I'm not but he still has to pave his like walk his own path even mm -hmm. if that path also includes help from his parents or whatever like you're not going to totally disconnect yourself from that yeah i think he is like mm -hmm. trying his best to individuate mm -hmm. himself uh bad app said merry men should shoot arrows turning people merry yes i don't understand two in a row uh f off said Planet Fitness is ten bucks a month, and then you get the. They funny also have free donuts, and and then they have people have the funny yeah, ad, like people have the funny Instagrams where it's like what it's like to go work out at Planet Fitness. It's not all people just doing really stupid stuff. On you're not allowed to <laughs> grunt at Planet yeah. Fitness. Dude, so. when I was in Planet Fitness, I remember there was this one chick who literally would come, take a picture in the mirror, and leave instantly. <laughs> I'll I mean, good her. for her. She's she's on her influencer grind. There we go. Especially <laughs> if, if she can pull it off. Like like she, it's not like she was fat and, and taking a picture <laughs> at Planet Fitness. She was. Does she look like she works out sometimes? She's like the definition of mid. Like that's how she looked. Okay. Dane earlier said. Oh, we'll talk about Taylor Swift when we get there. We'll talk about Taylor Swift. Okay. When we get Gold, there. <laughs> Gold Macro said this is made for woke millennials. Literally, almost everything is these days. All the nostalgia, it's for millennials. What will Gen Z's nostalgia look like? Steven Universe? Even that's millennials. Ew. Like nothing that we have now is even worth nostalgic because callbacks. It's all stuff from millennials or Gen like, X that have been redone. I'll admit. Um, Powerpuff Girls is a, is probably for millennials. Yeah. Even though that was like vaguely part of like overlapped with Gen Z. I don't know. Nothing nothing's good enough to call back to anymore. So By the way, yesterday or today was the birth date of George Jetson. So somebody gave birth to George Jetson yesterday if anybody watched the Jetsons. Oh. Twas me. Yes. Wow. You gave birth to George Jetson. <laughs> I did. Perfect. Um, Dane, do you want to read this one? Um, Halls and the Kid. Okay. Ah, Dane is la patrona de las mujeres fuertes y empoderadas. Sí. Uh, it <laughs> says, like, I'm the patron saint of empowered women. Strong that and powerful women. That yep. is, well, that's because you're the, you're the secret leftist here. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and the Fed. And the Fed. I mean, yeah. If any, well, I, I, a long time ago, we had like an inside joke here that there was like an FBI agent, like every, every, this house has like their own assigned FBI agent. And I named him Tad Bromwell. 
and the idea was that he fell in love with like the house as like a TV show. So it's like he's listening to all our conversations, started rooting for certain people in the house. And then when people would get in arguments, he'd feel real sad for everybody. So just picture an FBI agent out there. You know, he's got the buzz cut. He's got the, you know, it's got a slight fade up, but it's pretty high and tight. And he's just out there like, no, every time people fight and argue. FBI agents have feelings too. My guess it's still Mary. See, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would you otherwise say that? <laughs> Don't laugh mysteriously. <laughs> okay, well, that's better. Next, Goldbeckro said it's for woke millennials. Literally, almost anything these days is all the nostalgia, all the virtue signaling, none of the creativity. The creativity exists; it's just not being pushed mainstream. I'm sure there's a plenty of creativity uh, on the depths of the internet. It's just not getting anywhere near mainstream. What appeal. on deviant art, uh, <laughs> or even. Uh, um, Gen Z it? creativity would be being finding ways to be creative on TikTok or finding which ways they're to be, doing. Yeah, or finding I mean, ways there's to be, no there's no shortage of like woke dude, Gen woke Z millennials. who try to critique everything and make nothing. Like yeah. that's still a thing in in Gen Z. I just I think this character is representing what the older generations wish Gen Z could be, Almost but like it the, never will be because they have no hope and no purpose dude like woke millennials just want to keep watching friends like on in perpetuity until they <laughs> die they do so that's what i'm saying they like they don't just as hard every time or yeah. Same and seinfeld they're, they're they watching seinfeld. exactly they're yeah. watching seinfeld they're watching fresh prince they're watching friends for the billionth time in their apartment with their cats they are and sex in the city they are <laughs> not watching this i'm telling you no one is it's like I, they don't want to contribute to any of the creativity that brought those hit shows about Right. I'm, I'm not even I'm not watching any of those shows but there's plenty like I watch almost all re repeats like everything that I watch is uh, a rewatch of something I watch very little in the way that's new I rewatched um uh I tried to finish the old man like and I couldn't get through it because it just got so boring around episode three that it mm. just, and then there was this awful scene with Amy Brenneman's character that just, I'm like, who wrote this crap? And I turned the TV off and left the room, came back like 10 minutes later and put on something new. That's how angry it made me. Jeez. You need to calm down, Brad. Working on it. <laughs> <laughs> you need a chill pill. Nathan's. Uh, that's what got me into all this trouble in the first place. Damn it. We're not going there. Nathan Settlemeyer sends 99 cents for a gumball. Thanks a lot, Biden. <laughs> Thanks, thanks Biden. Obama. Thanks Biden doesn't quite have the same ring as thanks no. Obama, yeah. but you know nothing. Uh-huh. Just another thing Biden will be worse at than uh, than Obama. Figured. <laughs> F off said went from two seventy to one eighty solid muscle. Now all from Planet Fitness. Lazy people make excuses. Amen to that. There we go, dude. One of my like okay, do, do, the other day. I, my biggest pet peeve is still the people who are like, who said that this group couldn't do this? It's like everybody who always wants that story of like people trying to keep them down. It's like the one that said like, right. who said women with depression can't wear halter tops? And the first <laughs> response said literally no one has ever said that ever in the history of the world. There was another one the other day that said like, who said rednecks can't wear sunglasses? And like Elon Musk said no one in the history, of all the 7 billion people in this planet, no one said that. That might have <laughs> that might have been a fake Elon Musk response, but it was still... It was still clever. Um, Bad Penny said, Maid Marion will be trans. I'm calling it now. Yeah, there was nothing about trans representation in there. I don't want... Oh, there will be. Please no Gen Z lesbian love interest. There will be Gen Z. It's so... It's so pedophilic. Mm -hmm. Like... You're a 26 year old playing like what a 15 year old. I don't know if she's 26. I thought I read that somewhere. I could have I could have messed that up. 
We'll find out. But she's certainly not Gen Z. Yes. Damn, guys aren't making it rain today. Yep. Thank you, guys. Gold Macro said Gen Z just gets leftovers of millennial trends. I think it's also like the stuff we're the stuff we're talking about is where millennials congregate, like on this type of terrestrial television and stuff like Gen Z isn't watching this type of television. Their trends are coming in the form of different apps and different uh, trends in society where uh, millennials just aren't as con you know, aren't as uh, plentiful. Like the trends for Gen Z are going to be on TikTok or social media. It's definitely not going to be on regular television ever. Yeah. Bad app said, <laughs> Brett, did you read the article? Yeah, about yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I, I put it on the biggest screen I could find. I just, I just, I actually set up a projector and opened it. Is that That's highly interesting? Yeah, it was great. It was great. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> Dane, I, I'm going to need your help with this one because this is a, a topic revolving video games, but it's not about gaming itself. It's about gaming and mental health. So it says gaming does not appear harmful to mental health unless the gamer can't stop, which is, feels like a duh. To me, duh. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> eating food isn't harmful right. to the human body unless you can't stop. Exactly. So, uh, But also, you don't die if you don't play video games, so I guess it's not a fair analogy. So it says, societies may tremble when a hot new video game is released, but the hours spent playing popular video games do not appear to be damaging players' mental health, according to the largest ever survey done of nearly 40,000 gamers and their gaming habits, which was conducted over six weeks by a team of Oxford Internet, uh, at the Oxford Internet Institute. So the Hate first that thing that even exists. I know. The first thing that I, I thought of here is so so they interviewed forty thousand people, multi platform. Um, Thank you. And the, yeah, the, they said no causal link between gaming and bad mental health. Uh, does that seem like something you would believe in, Dane? Like, uh, do, do you buy that, or do you believe that that's too broad of a statement? Um, I think it's kind of too broad, honestly. Yeah, that's what I thought. But um, I do have examples of people that definitely did game a lot, and I think it helped them. And, hmm. you know, the first vets I met were when I was playing a MMO called Guild Wars. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I definitely could tell that they were coping through things, through games and the communities that they developed through the games. And uh, the gamers in chat will tell you that like people that play MMOs, like they play for hours and hours on end. So that's why I feel that the comment of like the gamers that can't stop is because like they feel that either, you know, if they if they stop playing, they're going to, you know, they're not going to be able to catch up with like the super players and others is that they have like such an uh, enormous sense of community with the people there mm -hmm. that they feel like if they stop playing that they're abandoning family. So, so this is like, imagine like you're, uh, like you, you mentioned vets as in, you meant like, uh, can you explain that better? Like vets as in like combat I'm literally vets? combat, combat veterans. Okay. Yeah. So this wow. would be the same thing as if a combat vet found uh, a community outside at the gym or in a intermediate. Right. It's interesting that it's a community based around like a simulated version of something that they actually experienced. Well, MMORPG is not necessarily like that, right? Well, so MMORPGs are usually like fantastical worlds where you're like a wizard or warrior or something. And, you know, in, in my example, so the the vet was kind of like, this is going to sound so nerdy, but just let go with me, right? He was like the third ranking person in the guild. Mm -hmm. And so he led basically the, the guild wars that we would do a lot because he was very talented. And 
I think he could tell that a lot of us were like younger teenagers and some were like considering the military, you know, as an option, like after high school. And I wouldn't say he necessarily like detracted anyone from doing that, but he spoke from his experience in a way, in, in like a deep and honest way where I could tell that he saw it almost as he was like all our older brother. Mm-hmm. He was trying to guide us through a path and man, I'm getting chills just talking about it because like, as you would imagine, he, he had a rough go of it Yeah, and he did some things of which, you know, he regrets and that essentially he was like passing it down on us. And he was very positive and he was very like, you know, like, like that he was, he would always like reinforce that like, Hey, like, you know, if you're, if you're needing family, like this can be family. And like, I, I just feel so bad because like so much in the culture today makes fun of men in particular. And everything is just like, and I don't want to sound like an MRA because like those people are like, <laughs> but like, honestly, like a, a lot of guys, you know, they just, they take everything from them. Like they're mocked their like their hobbies are criticized. Like they, well, plus all their hobbies are then turned into like, you're not allowed to just have your hobby. Then you have to open that hobby up to everyone else when that's never done the other way around. Nobody's never. calling for more inclusive makeup tutorial channels. But right. that's like something that men are completely disinterested in. But they're still and not I think invading the other people's the, territory and saying that they should. Men are men are disinterested in in invading these, you know, female ho- typically female mm-hmm. hobbies. But then they're they're interested in invading like women's sports. So I think it goes both ways. They're invading women's sports through the lens of. Uh, trans issues right like that's I, I don't consider that to be the same thing as like talking about individual it's like uh with the with the boy scouts right remember like the remember boy scouts and then girl scouts it's like so yeah. it's like why like gr- what if girls want to do boy scouts it's like well go to girl scouts dude it's why like- don't why don't you have a group for both right like and then do or and then do crossover events well they do but that's not enough because they re- they resent that there's even a distinction between boys and girls in, in the first place but that's like getting way too in the in the weeds yeah. about this I wanted to call back to that that aspect that they feel they have to play and I thought when I read that that it was just a function of certain games that like if you don't re- return to it within a certain time frame you lose progress um, and you. you can't keep up but the aspect of feeling like you have a community or a family yeah. there is something I didn't consider and I don't know if I I don't know if that like rubs me the right way the feeling that you can have uh, something resembling a family over a digital platform maybe community is a better term than family dude I got it I mean because you can't you can't choose your family as much as this culture wants you to believe that you can you can't okay well it's they're obviously they're not blood family but like the you know the familiar feeling of like this is the person I Thank rely you. on where like something goes wrong like, this is the person that I could tell my deepest, like, darkest secrets. Like, that was going on there. Yeah. And, you know, for a long time, uh, I would, like, kind of make fun of people that met their significant other through, like, MMOs. And now it's hilarious because everyone, like, or at least a lot of people are meeting their significant other on dating apps. And, yep. like, in, in these games, 
at least like you talk to the person even if it's virtual like you go through like some version of adversity through them and i know and the actually the four couples that i know more couples but the four couples that i was like the most intimately aware of they're all still married today yeah. yeah, it's interesting that uh, going through, like, experiencing some simulated danger and coming out of it together might be, like, a bonding experience that mitigates this, the risks you would otherwise have meeting someone on the internet. Right. I don't know. It says it wasn't the quantity of gaming, but the quality that counted. If they felt they had to play, they felt worse. That language also sounds very close to drugs to me because uh i'm not saying that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is like uh uh doing drugs is very much the same experience like once you have to do more just to get the same feeling you automatically feel worse because you know that you're that you're doing that is that a psychological or yeah. a chemical addiction both uh so uh, chemically the more you use of it obviously your body gets used to it right and then you and then you have to take more to feel the same effects which has a negative, I don't know enough about yeah. it because has, a psychological addiction implies that you have psychological responses, which are mm -hmm. hormones and different chemicals, yeah. anyways. So, uh, but the but the part about saying that it was the it was the quality of the game, and, and they, thank you. Thank you. And they also point out that it didn't matter what type of game it was, like whether it was Animal Crossing or. or yeah, I, they dancing. also said that there are, there are over a billion people playing games yep. today, and I don't know if that is entirely representative. Like, yep. if you're counting mobile games, I don't really, <laughs> I don't count that. I, I don't count that because people people who play mobile games don't consider themselves gamers. Yeah. I love how Thank we're you. so jaded that this happens now. We're just keep having the discussion. Like, <laughs> you well, have actually, to. Well, no, like, have what to are we gonna do? Sit here in silence I with money shooting at us? That would be that, more awkward. No, you dance. You gyrate. We, uh, if we could okay, find, uh, uh, we should license a song. What song, guys, should we license? If we could license a song to play during crisis parties, what song no, we would just, we license? We just need to ask Carter or, for ideas. Or have Carter make a song yeah. and give it a cool name. Yeah. So uh, the other thing I want to ask about this is he has a, a really funny phrase in here at the end when he talks about it. He goes, uh, in order to answer the questions that parents such as he want answered, Professor Prisbilski says we need to collect a large representative samples. And basically the idea here is he talks about like the parents want the answers. Gamers want the answers. Do parents actually want the answers? They don't. Or do parents just want They just want to throw their kids down in Dude. front of a tablet or a video game system and know the kid's not going to yeah, get hit by a car. I think a lot of people also like have business interests in studies coming like giving outcomes that uh, pacify worried parents or uh, just it's a product. So you want the people selling the product want it to seem harmless regardless. There are huge corporate business interests involved yep. where it's almost comparable to like the FDA uh, being influenced by like uh, industrial farming yeah. where the studies done on the health implications for like different like meat or dairy products or something or when They're, sugar gave the uh, outcomes are manipulated yeah. or, or like sugar or fat whatever whatever yeah. is uh studied about nutrition is highly influenced yeah. by corporations yeah. that want to sell these products it's the same situation here and i i don't think that we should rely on honestly like this this is a contrarian take like full stop but we shouldn't rely on 
academic studies to tell us how to live our lives. I agree. You base it on your personal experience and the personal experiences of the people you know, and that's it, because they're going to lie. The, the part that rang the most untrue to me was the part at the end where he says, players want to know what impact gaming has. Scientists want to know. Parents want to know. No, gamers probably don't care. Right. Scientists want the funding, yeah. and parents just want their kids to, to shut up for five minutes. No one is invested in the truth of no. this matter. It's a grift. I want to say two things. Number one is that every day, um, I, I realize that the truest thing that Tim has ever said is that parents do not care about their kids. Like, every day. And like they'll leave their child anywhere as long as they don't have to deal with them. And the second is, like, taking off like my shit poster hat for like a second because I, I know there's like a lot of gamers here is like listen I've also made friends in games and like from card games like physically and like video games that I, I keep talking to people that I've only met digitally and like some of the most interesting conversations that I've ever had have been with people I've never like laid eyes on but you like this is gonna sound ridiculous to like not normies, but like people that are everyday people. Your body needs activity. Your body needs sunlight. And who is to say that if you that you can't meet these people in person, guys? You know, like if you're talking to them over web chat, like they're here. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some, maybe they're across the world and, and it becomes difficult. But like there is someone like you near you, and like you should try to do the best to like reach out and form like a real life community with them as not as soon as possible but like try to get yourself to the level of comfort like to where you can because like i, I could tell you it's gonna pay off in spades there used to be a lot of like tv shows that would do episodes about school uh, about school shootings and they would always tie into like the person who did it would always be some type of gamer that nobody understood yeah. and that always i always laughed I at that. how tone deaf and not realistic that was given how many people actually play games right, right? so i don't know super chats Caper2x said, contribution to the let's keep brett cool fund well i don't know what that fund is but we do have a like he like temperature wise cool or just like hip to the young people cool. you're gonna need a lot of money know. for that one <laughs> yeah i don't think that, that's a lost cause and if anybody would know that would be dane brett doesn't even want to be cool <laughs> brett wants to be brett that's exactly right <laughs> that that was both endearing and insulting <laughs> yeah, all at wanna. once thank you that's, that's me thank you endearing and insulting <laughs> that's the merch that's your first. That's your first piece of merch: endearing and insulting. <laughs> that's why someone said I can't be a Fed. I'm not a, a yes woman. I'm too snarky. <laughs> yeah, you'd want to blend in, not stand out. If you were, <laughs> if you were a Fed. F off said video games are great, but also bad. Been a RuneScape player for 20 years. It's very hard to leave the game for good. You could put it down for months or years, then start again. Fishing is amazing. But there's nothing wrong with that. If you put it down for months or years, that means you have control over your choice to use. I, I play my vintage. I, I, I can come back and play GoldenEye or Turok 2 or any number of old N64 or Sega Genesis games, uh, Castlevania, and pick it up where I left off and not care and then put it away. But so. you got to think, like some people, like they give their competitor drive through games yeah and, that's different and again like they feel like they're disappointing the team and that's what this article is referencing i think that's what they mean to like people that don't feel like they can put it down usually it's on in a sense of duty to others so but i wish that that could be 
expressed in a real life community yeah. and not simulated danger like people are deprived of actual human contact yeah real human contact it does make a difference real adversity it does make a difference I it's agree. always going to be superior and f off just said about fishing it gets you out of the house like it sounds so boomerish like go out and don't come back until the street lights turn on but genuinely it's Dude. always going to be superior to like for for like kids to to roughhouse yep. than to play video games that simulate violence. I think it depends on the neighborhood. Like I think there's some you know there's some neighborhoods where like honestly like stay home and play video games. Because like, <laughs> I don't up. know because like we have too many helicopter parents and then also too many parents that don't care about their children's whereabouts or ho- hobbit hobbies at all. It's like two extremes but then the helicopter parents are like hyper focused on aspects of their children's lives that don't actually matter yeah like grades for instance rather than their actual well-being um Arif Tess of Stet said I played WoW with my dad when he was deployed in Japan for a year the same year of the blood plague that's incredible that he got to play like WoW with his dad like while he was overseas that's awesome that's cool yeah Gold Macro said, I played a pretty involved multiplayer game and dumped thousands of hours into it between work and hangouts with family and friends. Group ranged from 16 to 54. They became my second family. Uh, Hobbit said to the chat, press the like button. Please do. Uh, F off said, games don't cause violence. Extreme loneliness does. I feel bad for young men nowadays. Yep. Same. No, games don't cause violence, but they make people feel like they're satisfying this... Like, not people, men, feel like they are satisfying their um, their desire for, like, controlled environments that, that include violence when they're not. They're not, like, satisfying that urge. Um, you know, what, what I think... Sorry to interrupt, but what I think helps really helps about games is that if you, if you have, like, a lot of stressors in your life, be, like, academic, professional... Or just life. You know, the thing about games is that some of them require such mental energy that all you can do is, like, focus on the task at hand. And so for a, for a second, like, you suspend this, like, you suspend, like, all the stresses that you have, you know, to have to do something that truly brings joy to you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, because of that, are using for escapism. And that's, like, why I wanted to make, like, my previous, you know statement that like you know you can find the community in person guys like you absolutely can um gold macro said mary shooting all these facts makes me think she needs to be taken on all the dates all the dates not just a couple of the dates not just some of the dates all the dates wait would that mean like a date every day for an entire year would be all that the would dates? be absolute hell what uh, off topic, but what do you think about the women who who uh, who t- get, let guys take them out on dates so, just so they can get free meals? I think they're fat. That's <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, F off said Dane is so right. Moved to Austin recently. Met up with a clan member from my MMO for a beer. They went, okay. They went to pick up some chicks. Dude, Was there that a burning like cross? A chat. Hmm? Was there a burning cross? He didn't mean that type of <laughs> I <know>. yeah. <laughs> Okay. 
<laughs> Carnell said, Hail PCC and crisis actors in chat. I know this was covered on Friday's show, but can we have Brett recap the Ben Affleck news now that Dane is here? Oh, God. Oh, Brett, Brett. <laughs> Why are you dancing? It's just going to be horrible. <laughs> I don't care. It's I don't care if it's good. I care that you hate it. I just I just know there's like a Cope little... Cope and see, Dane. Cope. There's a part of you... That understands he's garbage. I, I mean, a part of me that would be wrong. Uh, sure. I mean, I'm wrong sometimes. But I, I don't care if he's good at this point. Now, it's, just, it's not about my happiness. Care. It's about your hatred. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> aren't you every single ex-girlfriend of mine now? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very beta take, Brett. Uh, I, I don't. I, I mean, the cameos will be so small. I don't think it really will matter. Like, the, they're just they're kind of doing like a, their own little crappy version of what Marvel does. Which is like um, they, they, nobody's going to see the Marvels or like they're they're advertising She-Hulk like Attorney at Law, and they they're like, but come to watch Charlie Cox as Daredevil because nobody actually gives a crap about that character or like nobody outside of like the John Byrne run of of uh, Caper Two X right was that who did the really the the really popular run of. Uh, She-Hulk was that John Byrne but like nobody cares about the character but people love that version of Daredevil that Charlie Cox played uh, on Netflix so they're like come for She-Hulk but really you should come for to see Matt uh, the Matt Murdock character and that's what they're going to do they're going to keep cycling characters through because they don't have to pay them if they're only on screen they don't have to pay the creators of those characters as long as they're on screen for a short enough period of time so they'll just make little cameos don't change the subject he's a bad Batman he's not a bad Batman He's a fine Batman. Oh, God. He's it gets a, irritating. He is, he is a okay you guys Batman. You need to take this to the parking lot. I'm, and just I, let's we're, we're throw going to the punches. parking lot. Let's. He, uh, he, um, I'm violent. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Clip that. Clip Clipping that. Clipping it. Um, <laughs> Joseph said, just bought a house on six acres in the country. Never been happier. Touched the grass. We yep. can still play video games out there, right? Yep. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a dichotomy. Exactly. Um, Hobbit said, surprise, Tim cameo. Yep. Yeah, we were there, too. He finally made <laughs> it up here. Like, I could have been building anything up in this studio. He would, <laughs> he would, he would have never known. He, I manifested you would have him. found, like, a paper mache, like, zebra or something. <laughs> 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 it's part of the set. That would leave be us alone. That would be incredible. We're getting reimbursements. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't care unless I'm, like, I'm like submitting for reimbursement on yeah. giant paper mache zebras. Like, is that part? <laughs> Set? And what then ultimately that? he'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gold Mecro said, look at this punk. Hi, Tim. <laughs> uh, F off said, kick Tim out, bring in Hannah. Thank you. Thank Second crisis party. Let's go. Let's go. We know that F off wants Tim Hannah been, Claire. Only if Tim had been up here during a crisis party. Yeah, that would have been better. That would have been way better. A uh, thousand foot deep end said Dane looks starstruck to be in the same room with Tim Pool. <laughs> He's in the same room with Tim Pool surprisingly often, so I, I don't know about that. Believe it or not, you spend a lot of time with your boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you. The boss walks in, you know, I'm just like, ah, hey, what's up? <laughs> can, I, can I get an autograph? That would um, be really funny if he was like, uh, will you sign this money, please? <laughs> um. <laughs> Caper 2X said, I say we raid the IRL podcast tonight. Fair play. That would be... Uh, uh, Just not actually raid. Yes. Given the history, uh, I, no. I don't want to get any... <laughs> like, please don't. No sensitive topic. 
right? Yeah, we're not we're not swatting the we're not swatting the IRL tonight. <laughs> no, oh no. Um, Mary is because she's a fed. <laughs> Alex Maggiore said Tim Pool professional dirtbag comes out and ruins the show. Games have made men weak. I don't know if those things are related. How much do you bench, bro? <laughs> like for real, I better be hearing that you bench. How much like, do you bench? Hella. What's your? What's your? That's the number. Hella. Okay. Like it, they Go put on. it on the weight, and it's <laughs> like too swole. H e l is on one side, and yeah. L hella. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, slay. Slay. Nine Mechwork said, "I used to game, then I started building mechs." Based. Um, I still have yet to see these videos. Brett needs to show me. I will have to do that. C. Lynn said Brett's dance needs to become the new T-Rex arms. It was good. I liked thank, it. Thank you. I, I haven't seen that from you before. It's like Dane's Dane's dancing is rubbing off on you. Yes. Oh. Uh, thousand foot deep end said I second C Lynn's vote for Brett's dance. They love it. Well, that's what I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> said. I dislike that most MMOs feel like work. Scheduling for raids, being assigned roles, being forced to interact with personalities you didn't choose to interact with. I prefer lone wolf gameplay with randos. Perfect. That's a, Dane. Which what type of gameplay? You're not. A, you're you're less of an MMORPG like right. Like you're I a, used to love. I only liked one MMO. Uh, contrary to Halls and the Kids Opinion, which was the greatest MMO, great MMO, uh, Guild <laughs> Wars. But I really like role playing games. And it's pretty much it, honestly, right now. There you go. All right. We are going to move on. 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 We're going to talk about Taylor Swift. Something I thought. Have we talked about Taylor Swift before? Bro, I got a take. Uh, I think the last time we talked about Taylor Swift was when she gave a speech at the NYU graduation ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been a while. She doesn't do a lot of controversial stuff, which I like. She is not a super. She still hasn't, person. but this is just a completely fabricated drama. Yes, this is less about her and more about the weirdness about of the fans. person. Yeah. So it says Taylor Swift fan claims she donated to environment charity, likely BS amid jet backlash. So if you guys don't know what happened, basically they released uh, because the world is full of losers now who have to judge like they, like when people become famous and successful they have to get mad at them for being famous and successful and complain about something in a way that allows them to sound virtuous lately that's that they're mad they're famous and successful but more that they don't use their fame and success for the social agendas that they want exactly like me so it's uh, so basically they're mad because taylor swift uh came in number one is like the most celebrity uh she was the the highest offender of co2 emissions Yes, 170 flights on her private jet just this year, though she claims that not all of those flights were her. Uh, well, who were they? Uh, her, she said she loans them out to her friend on a regular, her friends on a regular basis. Also, I found out mm. that she apparently had two private Ride jets. Ride sharing, but with your private <laughs> yeah. jet. It's very environmentally friendly. Uh, apparently, she had two private planes and sold one because she thought it would be better for the environment. You can only ride one at a time. So, like, uh-huh. yeah, I, so says, uh, <laughs> I don't know how selling it makes it less of a thing, but, like, Unless she just like makes a second plane fly with her just because she hates the environment. 
there's some all, there's also some great like memes where a bunch of people made fake like Taylor Swift posts about how she hates the environment. It's great. So it says Taylor Swift is getting torn up by everyone uh, when they learned that she that her private jet was getting used a lot. But one fan tried to deflect the outrage by posting an apparent false claim. And this is a person who's her name is Brit dot dash fan account. And her account name is literally. Taze Rep 89, so you have an idea of where this person is coming from. I'm telling you, man, celebrity worship is a, it's a hell of a drug. It says, uh, a self-described Swifty uh, threw up a couple tweets on Friday that got a ton of traction online. This is the backlash against Tay-Tay continues to mount to make news. Yes, news that her jet has been dumping CO2 emissions all over the place for the past several months. Just the latest celeb to be called out for what many label as a massive carbon footprint being left on the environment. Now, I wonder what all of these people's opinions are about, like, China and India. <laughs> I Do mean, you wonder, let's really? not address the elephant in the room, which is that they're the real climate offenders. Says the woman who goes by Brit with the handle Taze Rep 89, my God help us, and devotes a majority <laughs> of her time to singing Taylor Swift's praises, wrote... Taylor Swift just offered to donate 10K to my environment organization. Not her environmental organization, her environment organization. This is bigger than all our donations from the past three months. Thank you so much, Taylor Swift 13. Why First, is that her environment organization? I've heard of the Environmental Protection Agency before. It <laughs> doesn't belong to you. It's not that. It's the National Environmental Protection Agency. It's not even a real thing. What? Yeah, it's like uh, there was an. I was telling Dane earlier. There was an episode of the show Person of Interest where he's like he's on a Is plane. Is she just a fraudster? Yes, yeah, she, literally. she's literally. Wait, no. she's just mentally ill. She, is, to, is she trying to fabricate the interaction, or is she she trying to actually trick Taylor Swift into giving her money? She's just faking the interaction in defense of be, her idol. It would be even crazier yeah. if she were trying to like extract money from Taylor as like a blackmail. Yeah. <laughs> it says uh, Brit claims that she ha she's the head of an environmental charity of some sort called the National Environmental Protection Agency. That's not a thing. It's like the scene in, per in Person of Interest where he says, I'm from the International Department of Homeland Security. And the lady goes, that doesn't sound like a she, real thing. She has a sock account <laughs> pretending to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> She says, uh, she says uh, which as far as we can tell, doesn't exist. So the, the charity is not real. Uh, the EPA sure does, but they aren't a legit. The well, it exists now. It's just as real as any other NGO, right? But there aren't any legitimate hits for National Environmental Protection Agency. Guys, don't you love me? Why aren't you faking scenarios to make me look more pious? Everyone in chat, like, really? They love you. Well, what would you be donating to then i don't know do like want, it's uh, up to them what do you want to look like uh you know you donate to I like don't, I don't puppy know. I shelters impress me oh yeah i love dogs impress me chat what what, what about dogs i leave i leave it but up to uh, them like i want to if, if they're going to fabricate claims that dane is donating to charity which charities would they be um i use it to write it off my taxes <laughs> what well, here's the proof uh, she says, yeah, she says, in any case, the woman doubled down on her claim that Taylor had sent her supposed organization $10,000, not showing a screenshot of a, uh, not just showing a screenshot of what appears to be a DM from the singer, but going on to post more interactions that seemingly show conversations continuing. This gal said, yes, this is real, but her tweet sense suggests that the whole thing is a hoax. Tweets uh, she posted Saturday allude to some sort of lie and how she can't be held accountable. Well, that's a huge commonplace amongst society these days. Nobody wants to be 
held accountable for their actions. Uh, and if you dig through her replies, you'll see that people are acting shocked to learn that this was all a prank, with the woman apparently confirming that, albeit sort of cryptically, and basically talks about how this was never real. It was just for clout. <laughs> That's this, incredible. It, it's incredible. Like, who has this much time in the day? Did anyone believe her? I, 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 I think, think maybe be- this is why we have uh, employment shortages is everyone's on Twitter trying to get clout and they don't have time to work. This wasn't <laughs> even for clout. Clout would have been more dignified. This is to <laughs> It would have been save- more believable maybe? <laughs> yeah, but it's like to save her social media mommy. See, I don't know if it's that. or Yeah, it's, it's like half for clout, half to save Taylor Swift. How- These other tweets from the fan account are like sending me. Like I... I I don't feel connected to reality right now. Do you have a favor? A favorite? Um, <laughs> I don't even know how this is related, but she says, women have been oppressed for decades, including when men used to lie about yep. women being witches. Totally relevant. I cannot. <laughs> lying is an inherent feature we have acquired as a result of that. I cannot be held accountable for that. That doesn't even sound like a real person. That's okay, now, it's, now it sounds like she's self-aware, like being satirical. And I think uh, maybe I stand. Maybe. <laughs> so there, there was also this, I found this one article that I have to share with you because at first I was like I was first looking up I'm like is Taylor Swift a big environmentalist I saw some general stuff about uh, she talked a lot about stalking and she talked I, well I see this article from uh, earlier I think it was like a month ago that her alleged stalker was arrested yeah so but she, now she has a new one I mean she probably has triple digits. Several, yeah. So I found, I found this article from Peaceful Dumpling. Yes, that is a real website. It says, How Taylor Swift's songs heal your mental health and inspire environmental activism. Celebrity worship is a drug. I, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, there's a, it, says, uh, it says, I do want to... Cu- uh, I do want They're about her relationships. Yeah. It says, I know, I know. Another article praising the woman who is the music industry. Seriously, Taylor Swift, and although I could certainly write a lengthy, detailed piece about her latest re-recorded album, Red, Taylor's version, or the path she has forged for women, her advocacy supporting LGBTQ plus rights, or even how she exposes so much darkness in the music industry, I will not do so this time. Instead, something I want to do is cover the way her music has affected mental health as well as the health of the planet. It is my... I'm reading this while picturing Taylor Swift reading this article on a private jet that she just flies in a circle for the fun of it. She loves it, though. She loves being seen as, like, the philanthropist or, like, uh, very philosophically deep when the only thing she's literate in is her own emotions. Yeah, which is weird. Like, she's good at what she's good at. She sings in a rather, like, soulless and impersonal but technically skilled manner. She has good, like, l- lyrical abilities that are only articulating things about herself and her own interior life. That's it. That's what yep. she, that's why she's an entertainer. I don't see why these larger, like, principles or, or activist Please uh, never brownie ro- points are relevant. Yep. Priests never roast me in person. Like, <laughs> I was so, like, I guess, like, technical singing. It was like, damn. No, no, she's good at singing. She's really good at what she does, but 
everyone wants it to be something it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Although some may not be able to attach meaning to her words surrounding breakups and relationships, the way Swift sings about nature doesn't only improve mental health, Bro. but further encourages the environmentalist fight. New study says. <laughs> New study says. How though? This is like, I can't imagine this level of connection to a person I've never met personally. Do you understand what I'm saying? There yeah. are there are plenty of actors and musicians and people who have made work that speaks to me on a fairly personal level. But to actually feel this connect, maybe it's just because I'm a guy and I'm less like emotionally forth outward. Like this I, is how you sound when you talk about Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah, like that, just so it, you know, like this is how deranged my you t my tentative love of how it affects you is what makes me love him. Why must you hurt what you love? I, I don't know. So. It just is. Are we in like dangerous point in like a dangerous point in society now, where like people feel way too closely to people that they've never met and ascribe way too much intent to a corporate product? She's a corporate product. What she is making is selling you something. They ascribe intent because they want a cult leader. And that was the the term. What is the term that I was talking? Emotivism. That where. Uh, oh yeah. Where they ascribe intent. Like, it's almost sort of a a Pentecostal like ecstatic religious experience yeah it's very uh, strange to go to one of these concerts very strange to I, me. I think they do it to k-pop singers even more than western yeah. stars um ascribing almost like religious motivations to them it says americans of all ages and musical preferences can acknowledge swift as one of the more popular successful and influential people in music her most recent work exemplifies her affiliation with nature and is coincidentally argued by critics as her best work to date in all aspects i don't understand um what nature has to do am, am i missing something you're not dude like this is like she the ramblings of a madman metaphors in nature to talk about herself and her relationships yeah. it's not that complicated it's in, in fact, it's it's unoriginal. Every every artist has done that. So, so there, it's more like she's. I I, I I can respect that she's she's drawing these to her own. Ex this writer yeah. is drawing these to her own experience. But she's also making claims that are broadly outward, as if saying it's a fact, not it improves an opinion. mental health. Yes. Like, because of reasons. And that's a problem in society right now, too, is like a lot of people are very comfortable stating opinions as facts because like the line, like even in our news is so blurred now that it, it's like it doesn't matter. This it, it just dude, it's just like bizarre. It's yep. like it's just like truly bizarre. The mental gymnastics these people go through just so they can be like my online mommy's better than your online mommy online mommy yeah. and it's like, <laughs> mommy wife oh, yeah no. my mommy wife is helping nature by singing but what about the 170 flights on her private jet that doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> she's flying in circles because <laughs> she hates because she actually hates the environment like she's just drinking wine and reading these tweets laughing yeah, maniacally. Yeah, also, uh, mental health. Like, there's some great tweets where somebody says streaming Taylor Swift to help pay for her jet fuel. She is <laughs> like the real estate tycoon villain that comics need. Yes, she is. <laughs> uh, we need a pop star villain, don't oh, we? Yes. Well, they can't do that because it would be a, a girl. Like it would be like a Billie Eilish or a, and they won't do that because they don't want to, you Come know, on. women in personal responsibility, not really a thing. Not, they don't uh, really mix. No, they don't. Taylor Swift polluting the earth by using her private, uh, private jet once every two days. So there's no more salt air for Swifties to talk about. 
uh, and then they put like fake, they, they like faked her account where they put like tweets like, that are made up as if they're by her. And it says, you're nothing Greta Thunberg <laughs> from Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, and, and this is the one that um, it says. I love that. And do I get to defend Taylor Swift against misinformation while also hating her actual real carbon emissions? <laughs> <laughs> while, also, while also recognizing the sacrifice of safety, privacy, and basic quality of life it would take for her to fly any other way. You're mentally ill to care that much about it. I'm being mean. I don't mean to be mean. You need to go out into the real world and talk <laughs> no, to regular No, they're just going to ruin people. the real world if they enter. <laughs> yeah, that's like what Tell happened them to when, stay away. <laughs> like, when we, like when all those Tumblrites got like released into the wild and society I, was way worse off for it. I think we're going to find that we need uh, rehab facilities specifically for social media and like, oh, yeah. internet addiction. I, I don't Because it's disagree. like ruining people's lives. Nope. All right. Uh, <sighs> super chats. If we, don't, uh, if we can land our plane in the super chats, we will, <laughs> okay. we will go for it. Uh, bad app. I'm not reading that. F off. I'm not reading that either. And <laughs> Vincent Serrano said, how do super chats work? I'm scared. They work just like well, that. They, they worked just now for Dane. You, so Dane actually said no that need he, to fear. Dane tried to re- like leave a super chat on Friday and it wouldn't Dude, work. Dude, so many. No, on Thursday, actually, for like the super show that I missed. Incredible. <laughs> um... I tried so many, and it, it was like, no, we're not going to post that. I was like, how the hell does Bad App get away with anything? Yeah. Like, this guy is literally, like, committing hate crimes on Super Chat. And they're like, I'm just trying to be, like, a little edgy boy. Yeah. And, like, I can't. Yeah. What the hell? It's, it's so unfair. I know. <laughs> um, Caper2X said, Dane fund for Puerto Ricans Satos dogs. TFDF. I don't know what this means. Do uh, Satos is, like, straight. Uh, no, Satos is, like, mixed dogs. What is Mutz? TFDF? This DF Dane Font. Apparently. I don't know. Uh, Caper2x, what is TFDF? <laughs> um, Matthew Dixon said, play rugby. It's a great hobby. I knew a lot of guys that played rugby. I mostly like the shirts, though. <laughs> uh, F off said, T Swizzle sucks at singing, but is great at looking fine. No, what she's did, good at singing. What did you say earlier, Dane? You said she has a very pretty face, but her body's mid. Man. That's what Dane said that, not me. <laughs> hmm. Brie uh, Brie Larson's prettier. No, no. I think so. It's just objectively not true. I disagree. I'm okay, me. we're moving on because this you're you cannot be reasoned with. Ryan Hinnard said Taylor Swift and Zena Levey, daughter of the founder of the Church of Satan, look a lot alike. There is a conspiracy about it. I've seen that actually, and they do look alike. Do they? They do, yeah. yeah. It looks like a possible, like, uh, estranged mother situation. <laughs> By the way, I know what TFDF is. Like, Taino's for Dave Fund. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay, well, I'll That's take it. cleared up. Perfect. All right. Uh, do you want to save... I think we should save the Beyonce stuff for tomorrow. Okay. We yeah. Do that. Well, then we'll go. We'll go right to to our new uh, our Shakira, uh, Shakira yeah. the tax fraud queen, the we, tax fraud girl boss. We we now have a, a new. I might have, if if I'm going to get a Wesley Snipes poster in here to put behind her as a tax hero, I am now going to have to put a Shakira picture in there right next to it because what we have learned is that Shakira Shakira is in fact <laughs> a new tax hero. So it says Shakira tax fraud case. What is known about the charges and potential eight year prison sentence? She did not want to give the government money and we applaud that effort here. 
here. Uh, if you don't want to, you know, you know, taxation is theft, as, as they say. Colombian singer, uh, pop singer Shakira could face up to eight years in prison in a case where Spanish prosecutors have accused her of tax fraud. Shakira, whose full name is Shakira Isabel Maber uh, how do you pronounce that? Maberic? Maberic? I don't know. Ripple? Sure. Uh, is facing six charges, uh, alleging she failed to pay the Spanish government nearly $15 million in taxes between just the years of 2012 to 2014. What fraction is that of her income? Know, right? I'd love to know. I would love to Dude, know. She is low. I know. So it's like, I feel like once you're up there in income, what difference does it even make? Uh, I just, well, just cheap. You're just like, <laughs> cheap. Like, rich people stay rich by just being cheap. So she's just like, do I really want to? But you're you're going to save money by not paying fines. <laughs> exactly. And then the prosecutors want a fine of $24.5 So the fine is more than, like, almost double what the actual tax bill was. That's insane. Yeah. And it should be illegal, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Brett says taxation is theft, theft on yes. pop culture crisis. Clip it. The, <laughs> the singer trusts her innocence and chooses to leave the issue in the hands of the law. Her public relations firm uh, said in a statement on Wednesday. <laughs> that is good. Uh, the t it's expected to go to trial for the 45 year old singer. Maybe she'll just like her. Maybe she'll just like dance her way out of like she will just dance around this until she's free. Uh, so if she's convicted, uh, she will. They will ask for eight years and two months in prison. Does anybody here actually believe that she will spend a day Not a in second. prison? No. This is like uh, when <laughs> who had who had jail time in the Kardashian family? Was it Kim? And no, oh, I no. Know. I think it was Chloe. For what? There was for like, what? There was like one day that they yeah. needed to serve in they prison. They let Jesse for Smollett like all, after like five dates. No, like. There was a whole episode of Keeping Up about it where one of them had to go to jail for like literally less than a day and she was like in the car crying and they're like preparing for it, like taking selfies and then she ends up like going in there serving for like two, maybe three hours and then comes right back out in like her Juicy Couture tracksuit. Like it was hilarious. I'm getting like vibes of of that. Maybe she goes in like one day and then dances her way out the next. That would be her great. Her hips don't lie. Her hips like right out of her. Her tax records don't lie. She she's like in trial and they're reading her her crimes as so she just starts like gyrating <laughs> her hips. And they're like, you know what? Let her free. <laughs> Let her go. She's saying those hips don't lie. <laughs> All right, Dane. I want you to talk a little bit about this with Final Fantasy. So okay, so th this story essentially is wrapped up about how. In the pretty much the hottest uh, MMO that is out right now, Final Fantasy XIV, there is like a group of players that have pretty much started a band that is famous within the game. So I'm just going to start reading a bit. How Final Fantasy XIV fans found in-game popularity as a band. The songbirds have taken their stage, as they always do, on the white cobblestones of Limza, Lominza. Did I say that? You're right? the Final Fantasy. You're the Final fan. Fantasy. I, I don't play this right? one. Oh, okay. Like, I, I don't got time for MMOs anymore. It's dusk in Final Fantasy XIV. Foot traffic around the city swells after. Listen, they just go keep describing how cool they are. Well, just talk about what what what, what is important right. about this. What, what I wanted to talk about this is like often we talk up we talk about how you know like oh people are gonna get lost in the metaverse. They're just gonna start their digital economy and, and, what, and yada yada. Is like guys, it's already begun. You know, like, there's, like, celebrities in this world. There's, like, influencers in this world. I'm sure you guys have heard of Second Life. 
Yeah, I've heard of it. Dude, there's people that literally like have like normal. They have like breakfast in the game. They drive to work. They work eight hours. How do people have time for this? I mean, I don't. What I'm thinking is, are they they making actual money? Sorry if that's a stupid question. My thing is like, I think that they have like either some disability payout or something. Okay. And they they want some normalcy in their day, and so they so dystopian. Like I, mean, I, I understand you. You're saying it's already begun, but like, I don't think it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing either. That's why, like, I made like my call to action of like, you know, seek these things out in the real world. This is an entirely virtual band. Yeah, apparently. Like, so, it's how does like, that work? There are a couple of pay- players. They congregate in where, whatever the hell that said, and they put on the same costume, and they make like MIDI music and apparently what what they did is kiss from a rose by seal which is incredible but um i want to hear that <laughs> and man they just like perform for people that come there but like i mean travis is, scott had a concert in uh whatever that gen z game is called. what's involved in them performing is that like them actually live making the music or is it just recordings i'm guessing they they pre-prepared and then they play it for the audience. That's I hate that. I hate those <laughs> I know vibes you of would. it. It's like Astro World in Fortnite. I mean, children aren't getting trampled. If somebody, that makes you feel any better, somebody no. in the in the <laughs> chat might be able to. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Somebody in the chat might be able to answer this question for me. But wasn't there used to be uh like in like the J.J. Abrams TV shows like Lost and Alias? There's like a fictional band that's only heard in the show. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I was I was just looking it up real quick. But that's like kind of the same concept, right? Like they only exist. They never actually released an album. But what if they did? Like what if they actually released an album? But it's not even a real band. It's just a band. Like the monkeys. The monkeys were a thing. The monkeys weren't a real band. Oh, really? from the what's it called? The, the, the show was the monkeys, but it was like a band, but it okay. wasn't a real band. This reminds me of like uh, the gorillas, and yeah, like. I don't understand the appeal of it other than the the band members don't exist. I mean, That's, the gorillas rule. Right? I, I understand, like, they have some good songs, whatever. But, like, what's the shtick? Like, we get it. They don't, they're not real people. So what? I yeah. <laughs> Right? Like, am I missing something? This, I, I This article was just to say, like, like, some people have truly, like, completely given up on the re- on the regular world. Yeah, like, they, they just, they, they, they f- feel more comfortable here. And then, like, so is that something that, should we are should we be okay with that or do we or do we just say that maybe we should push them to try and reintegrate into reg, into the real world just, I don't I don't think even if you try they would the, but 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 is that a bad thing like is what we're saying is them living this way a bad thing I can't really speak to that I, I think know. this is better than annoying TikTokers that like invade spaces to do their stupid little videos and like make it annoying for everyone. And it's like, hi everyone, Carl here and I'm gonna take a poop, you know? Like. So instead of the digital world invading reality, you'd rather keep them entirely separate. I mean, so there's I, like a class of people who live online and the rest of us who live in the real world. I mean, my ideal world is that there are men that live balanced lives and simp for me. Yeah. But like, <laughs> given that that doesn't seem to be an option, you know? 
I think part of it, yeah, like, uh, it's not that anyone's saying that doing, like, being in-world like this is bad. It's that living a, a balanced life is probably pretty important for most people. But not everybody's most people, and perhaps they would be worse off if they didn't have this. Like, if they're not capable of a balanced, regular life to begin with, then maybe this is the closest they can get, and we should be supportive of that. I can't say. That's kind of how I feel, honestly. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, is this a, a, do you listen to their music? No, I just found, I just use it as a, like a reference point of, because like in other shows and the network, like we talk a lot about the metaverse, like a lot, a lot, a lot about the metaverse. And it's like, you know, fractions and elements of it already exist in real life. And I don't know, like, I just, you know what? Like people talk a lot about artificial, uh, artificial reality, AI, sorry. Yeah. And like, I think that we should make a push for augmented reality. Whereas that you bring parts of the, although I just made one on my TikTok rant where like you should bring parts of technology, technology to enhance nature mm -hmm. and to enhance the real world and to like complement it. And like maybe add perspective add you know, information. I know that like, you know, in this world culture, everything that's going to be, whenever people make that attempt, is going to be like, this is where a white guy did a no, no, but like, you know, the thing is, like, fact of the matter is, like, woke people don't have technical skills, so, like, they don't mm. have the ability to do these things anyway. So if super giga chats and Stacey, like us, like, take control of this and start a movement, like, we can shape it however we see fit. Call me a boomer, but I just want to live in the regular world. <laughs> me I mean, too. That's what I, I'm saying. Like, I don't like this, um, this push for reality augmented by technology or... I think what they really want is technology augmented by reality, technology being the, the primary experience of your life where, I mean, that's really the goal of like Neuralink and all of these things. Yeah. Yep. It's 100% integration to the point where there's no discrimination between the metaverse and the real world. Yeah. Um, it's just a minimization of the, your uh, real like human experience. Speaking of horrible things to happen in a not real world, they opened the floodgates. They did. We, I think, called it. Uh, we, um, this was always going to be. Uh, latest, uh, The Sims 4 update accidentally introduces incest. Womp, womp, womp. Maybe the ultimate womp, womp, A feature, womp. not a bug. Not I will say it's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> so yeah. it says uh, The Sims 4 just got a huge new update that added feature f features fans have been requesting for years. Unfortunately, in addition to body hair curved walls and customizable sexual orientations some fin fans are some fins some sims are also showing a new interest in their family members that's right ea accidentally added incest to the sims 4 again oh boy uh, well, there are mods that add incest to this in for why are there mods Ew, that do that like how why is that, is that allowed? a thing uh <laughs> Making woohoo with your family is typically a big no-no in the base game. Fortunately, the bug causes Sim. Fortunately, the bug causes Sims to want to enter a relationship with their family members. Doesn't mean they actually can. That is at least, I suppose, a very small bright side in a very dark, dark cloud. The issue stems from the wants and fears system that EA added in the July patch. The update placed whims with a feature uh, similar to the one found in The Sims 2. Each Sims has a number of goals they want to achieve and things they want to avoid. Unfortunately, there is an issue with the implementation and the game generated wants without regard to family relationship, marital status, or sexual orientation. Oh, 
God. I mean... Isn't I, this lovely, you guys? I don't totally believe that it's a bug and that there wasn't any intention of leaving this in. You think they're doing it on purpose? I mean, we were just talking about how TV shows and movies often insert weirdly, like, suggestive, incestuous themes. Yeah, we just talked about that. And commercials do, too. I don't... I think there are, like, people pushing that. You think they just wanted to do it and see if they get away with it, and then and then It's it like sticks, an inside joke, but only for their, like, weird culture yep it says uh this per this chelsea says uh why is my heterosexual sim wanting to date his brother hey simmers we are currently Ew. investigating instances involving sims auto aging up in the saves using the short or long lifespan we recommend temporarily playing in or creating new saves with the default normal lifespan as we work towards the solution so is this like the murky world of just every like maybe this is why we should live in the real world maybe i'm a boomer for saying that but maybe maybe we should live in the real world. I, mean, I think there's enough evil in the real world that you don't need to face it in virtual reality. Yeah, I mean, this happens in real life, so it's yeah, like, <laughs> like that that kind of ruins the you know absurd humor aspect of it. I wanted to acknowledge that the want to date uh, that the want to date a family member is something we know about. We're we're reproduced ourselves. We're working on it. <laughs> We're looking to get it fixed ASAP. Thanks for all the bug reports. We appreciate. It. I've never in my life filled out like you know when like a, when a window crashes like VLC media players crash. Would you like to send a bug report? Never in my life have I sent a bug report. I would send a bug report if this happened. Yeah, yeah. Brave new world. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the ultimate in womp womp womp. As far as I'm concerned, it's like it's you're a on the stage like for society. Yes, it is. Whole. Like maybe, maybe as a society, we should be just doing a little bit better with our games. We need do to do better. better. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get to chats. super chats. F off said her hips don't lie, but her CPA does. Maybe her uh, CPA's last name is Hips. <laughs> <laughs> but so he, John he doesn't lie. John Hips. Um, Vincent Serrano said at Bear Odd Fruit on Insta for stickers. Oh, okay. They better be good. Nathan Koss said her hips don't lie, but her tax forms sure do. Okay, we got it. <laughs> Mary's not pleased. Um, <laughs> John in the future said y'all need to stop crushing on Mary. Brett is the one with strong ankles. Where is go. his love? Also, the beats from Doug is the best fake band ever. There, there's also one up here from Random Thought 88. Oh, sorry. Says, uh, uh, you should start a Timcast members only show where Mary reads all the super chats she says she won't read and then make merch. I'm not reading that, Mary Morgan. <laughs> uh, that's not a bad idea. Uh, I mean, it would be very vulgar and uh, and I'm Some of them I wouldn't even read on a members only segment, but like a lot of them if they're just Thank you. things that I think YouTube would get us in trouble for, I would read them. What we, we like, really need Dane, is donate the, a super chat right now. We're like one donation away from super, from an, a third crisis party. We need it. Do it. Do it. Do okay. it. Do it. Dane, start gyrating. Ah, <laughs> quick, Dane. <laughs> He's like sweating and crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, KR2X said, we support the idea. TFDF. Um, That's my organization. <laughs> TFDF is your NGO. Got one dollar away. Uh, Hobbit said, look up the Lonely Mountain Band, which started in the game Lord of the Rings Online. Is that also a fake one? There are fake bands in Club Penguin, too. Maybe that was the beginning of it. I'm, like, 
criticizing the metaverse, but I grew up on like Webkins and Club Penguin and stuff. I'm kind of a hypocrite. You have like a WeChat. I have a WeChat, yeah. So I am I'm a huge hypocrite. They're watching everything I do on my phone. Uh John in the future said Oh wait, I already read this one. Do I need to dance harder? I bad app I'm not worth a dollar, I feel. Bad app had a question for you, but I'm not gonna read it. I don't need it. Chicks like me. Um, that's, all my, that's my answer. Dang it. Somebody got it in. I, 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 I sent my own super chat. And it <laughs> Brett, don't super chat your own show. Oh, no, it didn't go through. Uh, I, I super chatted Ben Affleck is a great Batman, but it didn't go through. <laughs> Good. Bobcat said. I wouldn't let you lie. <laughs> it's not even the first virtual band. Do any of you remember Gorillaz? Yeah, I yep. mean, I, I mentioned them, but I just don't see the appeal of it in the first place. Their music rules. It doesn't no, matter. the music is fine. It's just like, why is their shtick that they're not real? I don't know. They're probably ugly. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen them. Is that is that the point? Are they totally anonymous? I don't know. I've never seen them. Mm. I'm excited about this thousand foot deep end one right here. Uh, yeah, he said in an episode of a show of the show Inspector Lewis, set in the 2000s, there's a made up 60s band in the prequel series Endeavor, set in the 60s. One of the band's songs plays on the radio. It's a great Easter egg, having seen the Lewis series. I would like to that. That's like I've been meaning. That's one of those shows that I've been like wanting to watch for a very long time but just none of the streaming services that i have as far as i know have it and i just haven't gotten around to watching it so i want to mm. see it c lynn said crisis party 3.0 we'll yes, see indeed. it in a second here. here thank you um nathan settlemeyer said for brett's ankles see i have evolved why are they obsessed with your ankles because What's going they're hot on? as hell because have you been like posting ankles yeah like well, ankles. feet pics are so 2015 <laughs> ankle it's pics are the, the next yeah ankle pics are next the branticles yeah. <laughs> um they're hot hot <laughs> sorry that's what um, ankles are hot. That's hot. F off. It's not just like my daughter. F not off said, "Get Dane to admit RuneScape is the best MMO." Is it Dane? It's not. It's not. I mean, sure. <laughs> I've heard a lot Thank about you. RuneScape. <laughs> Dane will just say anything for super chats. Yeah, for two bucks. Um, <laughs> two bucks. Anything you want. Caper two X said, "Hail Dane and TFDF." Based. He's going hard in here. Hobbit said, "Ben Affleck is a great." Batman. Oh I God! Gotcha, can Brett. you return the money? Uh, I'm not doing that. We're going to keep it. I just realized, like when when when, when, Tim, <laughs> when Tim was up here, I meant to say like he killed the flow, but I said he killed the vibe, which is actually kind of mean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whatever. Well, it's okay. Like tomorrow, there's somebody else sitting here. <laughs> the yeah. point. The point of the bit is that like, oh, we hate each other. Haha. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, the, we don't. Yeah, uh, tomorrow. I mean, we don't. <laughs> I like the idea that tomorrow uh, Tim hosts the show. Just, just like, but he'll just pretend to be you. Yes. Yeah. Um, Halls and the kids said sources say Brett is trying to off his co-host. Um, that is not true. With what? That is not true. Uh, because you're gonna poison my coffee. No, because of uh, what was it like when we were in New York? Back uh, on the Java, I, I like, see. I was like, uh, <laughs> in New York, I kept like trying to get. What was I doing? Like what? We, we talked about it in uh, Halls and the Kid. You'll have to remind us what it was. I don't what even were you remember doing? what I said. Uh, like uh, something about eating, like trying to get you to eat more of something. Oh, oh. So like I would gain 200 pounds. And yeah, they're like, are you trying to make Mary I fat? Yeah, I couldn't be good on camera. <laughs> oh, wow. There we go. Hello, third crisis party. Thank you, guys. I've Thank never you. had more than one. I'm so happy. It's, it's, really? 
That's crazy because we've had more than one so many times now. Yeah. I know. It's, they never like kind of flicked the that. money for me. They're like, well, they they're like, like this guy doesn't like Ben Affleck as Batman. We're not giving him more money. And now it's for my sensual dancing. It's, it's, yeah, Dane, Dane was extra sensual today. He knows what sells. <laughs> That's why he's the marketing man extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Correct. Thank you, guys. Or the marketing man of mystery. It'll change next Monday. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. Uh, Caper 2X said, make mine Marvel DC boy. Still uh, trying to Caper Two X never answered as to whether that was whether it was a John Byrne run of She Hulk that everybody liked. That's the one I've heard from people is like the one run of She Hulk that like redeems that character and makes it kind of awesome. But mm. I I could be wrong. So I've been enjoying like watching all the comics channels lately that I that I pay attention to because as somebody who it's like it's the same as wrestling. I don't read them anymore. I don't watch wrestling anymore. But I love just the people that talk about it because they they kind of uh go between being really hopeful and really dejected and then kind of go back and forth and it's, it's always an interesting thing i love this comment by 2030 hannah claire would own everything and she'll be happy <laughs> that is probably she, yeah, because she, all of your super chats go directly to her bank account if you weren't aware already klaus yes. schwab doesn't even take cut just goes straight to her it's just yeah um <laughs> vincent serrano said bear odd fruit is for the kiddos, kiddos. okay and um, then uh, I'll check it out. And then also it says Ben Affleck is a great Batman. I just want to reiterate that one. <laughs> okay. From from the from Hobbit. <laughs> Get out. Um, Hobbit, Hobbit, you are said so right. Three s- crisis, crisis party. parties for Dane's quiet, sensual masculinity. <laughs> it is very quiet. Sorry, I laughed a little too hard at that. It is very sensual. Um, it is very masculine. And F off said Hannah Claire had a few parties. Sorry, Dane. She had five parties. She had five. Uh, was I don't. Yeah. Five or four? Yeah, it was five. It was five. Who? Somebody else had four. Lydia had four that week. Yeah, that that week was a... Okay, everyone gets more parties than me. Okay. But, you know, I like to think the quality of our parties are just a little bit better. Someone send $100 so we can give him four, okay? Yeah. That's the only solution. (laughs) Everyone's like, yeah, sorry. He he doesn't like Ben Affleck as Batman. We're not giving him that. That's not the reason, Brett. That's why. That is not the reason. Why? They're not doing it, Dane. They're not going to do it for you. Not not for a guy who doesn't like Ben Affleck as Batman. Bad app. I'm not reading that. How do you do it? How does he get away with it, dude? Like, I was trying to... Get away with it how? Like, not being banned? Yeah. Does anybody know why it wouldn't let somebody send super chats through? Is it because of what you're saying, or is it uh, a technical issue? Yeah, because then I made like a like a super PG super chat and it went through. Oh, what was it? Um, it was like the something injector lol. Oh yeah, <laughs> about um, uh, professional injector the yeah, the, yeah. the lady who uh, who did like the oh. injectors for uh yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just say that was like my last draft the first ones were excellent <laughs> um thousand foot deep end said endeavor and lewis are worth the watch inspector morse lewis is a spin-off of morse is okay not necessary to the plot but interesting when watching endeavor for more easter egg type moments I watched. Um, I've never been an Easter egg I, person. I, I I've been like I, I really love those first two seasons. This is not connected to those shows, but like there's a show called Murdoch Mysteries. Like I love those first two seasons of that show, uh, and then it kind of gets progressively like lamer over time, and then in the end uh, it becomes like super woke. Like it's it's a show about like um, uh, I don't even know how to describe the the time period. It's not current year. I just know that it's like the 1800s or something like that, uh, and it's like they take on like in the in the last seasons like it's definitely got modern politics 
uh, in a show that's very much not modern. It's always so painfully obvious that it's being written by people with current year sensibilities. So, uh, guys, I have a new theory. Bad app is the Fed. Bad app could. How is he the Fed? Do it because he's the only one that could get away with like naughty super chats. And then just think about that. That's taxpayer money that's being spent on naughty super chats. Damn it, bad app! YouTube's profiting off of it too. Interesting, interesting connections. Mm. If I'm getting this straight, uh, okay, Lewis is a spinoff of Morse. Endeavor is a prequel to Lewis. To Lewis, yep. This is very convoluted. I what, don't have any what access order to, would you even watch that in? I think I would have to get BBC. I th I, those are all BBC shows, so I would have to get like the streaming service for BBC, and I'm not. I'm oh, not they doing have that. one too. I'm not doing that. Okay. Um, F off said, "Let's get Dane some parties." We're like halfway there. He really deserves it, guys. He works hard. We're very close. He loves you guys. There, I do love you guys. He really does. Um, he's a man of the people, and he's every woman as well. <laughs> Um, how does he do it? <laughs> and Bad App has one more that's actually okay. At Dane, you're not an edgelord. Thanks. Wow. That's that's kind of insulting. Those are fighting words right there. I'm not an edgelord. How do you take that? Okay. I mean, you get pretty edgy. No, but like edgelord is like, you know, the neckbeard. So like, well, actually, um, I hate everything. Actually. And this is cool. Like, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't say you're that. You do have a neckbeard, though. I do. So. Hey, Neckbeard, tell, tell everyone where they can find you. At Dane Fun on Twitter. Okay, thank you. Is that it? Is that it? Just Dane, Dane Fun on Twitter? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram or WeChat at CloserKitty. And whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there. I also just posted about our billboards. We got to see them over the weekend. It was, uh, it was uh, uh, relatively surreal and odd to see. It's the tallest I'll ever be. <laughs> Not, uh, XD. Yeah, uh, it was uh, very, That's very so surreal. I, I was. I, I told people about that. There was. A, they did a really good gimmick back when Batman vs Superman was coming out. Batman vs Superman with Ben Affleck, as a matter of fact. But they did this thing where they were marketing the show. Uh, or the movie, and basically they talked about how they, you know, how they say Superman's disguise would never fool anyone, right? So what they did is they took Tom uh, to Henry Cavill to like Times Square, or some big big place and then put him underneath like a Superman sign, put glasses on him and parted his hair uh, the other way and nobody recognized him. Even yeah. under, yeah, it was, it was crazy. So, so I could have pointed you out in the crowd and then like told people to, she to did. look up at you. She, she, she tried to embarrass me uh, in Times Square. And succeeded? Uh, slightly, yes. Hopefully, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely. Hopefully. Uh, so guys, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Desper. There was a super chat there. Oh, before we go. Yeah, Jake... He said, Dane, the tribe has spoken. You all rock. Also, we have another from Hobbit that says, hostage crisis. Dane, do the neckbeard accent the whole time the next time you're on. I'll give it a shot. Keep going. Keep going, Dane. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the tribe has spoken was a survivor reference. That's what Jeff Probst says. Whatever he eliminated. Oh, my God. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why you won't get to, to four crisis parties because you like survivor. And that's that's a survivor freaking Rules, okay? This is the greatest social experiment ever done by a man. By the way, how far are we from one? Uh, pretty. We're we're like halfway. Oh yep, wow. Yep, sorry. Yep. We're like yeah. We're we're a little over halfway. Sorry. Oops. But yeah, you're not. Next getting... time. Next time we're getting Dana four crisis parties, no matter what. Why not seven? <laughs> okay, I mean, valid question. Why not? <laughs> Guys, 
if you want to follow me on Instagram, because we're not going to get to a fourth one today, but that's okay because Ben Affleck is going to be Batman again. It's God fine. Damn it. All right. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. If you want to follow the show, we are here Monday through Friday on YouTube, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you would prefer to come and watch all of this craziness, if you would rather listen to the craziness, I don't know why you would, but you could on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, all those great podcast platforms. And then on social media, Twitter at Pop Culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis, and on Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. I'm not going to miss that last one. Yes. Mary, read the last one. <laughs> Thousand Foot Deep End said Morse, original series, begins in the 80s. Lewis, the 2000s, is a spinoff of Morse. Endeavor, set in the 60s, is the prequel to Morse. Uh, Lewis seems like the better one to me. Uh, or I'm sorry, Morse uh, seems like, no, the, the 80s one. You always prefer the eight- shows from the 2000s, though. Yeah, but uh, 80s probably. Start, do both. Do both. Uh, so, guys, uh, we are on social media, all that stuff. Uh, we have read all the super chats. Thank you guys all for coming out and hanging out with us today. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.